Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your girl, Jay, and you are listening to the Let's Be Frank podcast. Let's get it. Family, what is up? I am back. Um, Wow. It's been, what, like almost a month since I've actually recorded a podcast episode that's crazy to even think it was um it was definitely not intentional I'll start there um this episode of this podcast is kind of just going to be a free flow type of thing I'm not even honestly sure what it's going to be called yet but I know that um what it is going to be is open honest and transparent that that's what I can say it's going to be I have been gone for a minute and like I said, it wasn't intentional at all. I was really gone because life life happened and in good ways and in not so good ways. Um, I, it was like around, I think I was like around Valentine's Day, actually. I just got really um, emotional and... N- I don't know. It just, life just hit me hard and I will get into all of that, but it was, it was, I was also traveling as well. I went to Houston for about four days and, um, some God things happened down there. I don't know if I'm really going to share too much about that, but just know that God is really, you know, moving in my life and, um, I'm excited, but, yeah, I, I just missed you all so much, honestly, and I'm sorry for the break. I know that I put out there that, you know, there were going to be these great topics for um the podcast, and then I, like, dropped off the face of the earth. Totally unintentional, but totally intentional by God. It was definitely, definite, definitely needed. And the reason why I say that it was needed is because um I was trying to be and operate in a space, in a place that I was not able to and be more than what I was able to be or what I was authorized to be in that moment. Um, I think that God had to break me down in a sense to mold me back into who he needed me to be so that I can do this in the most effective way for everyone. Um, I am 100% driven on the fact that I want to practice what I preach, that what I am saying to you guys is something that I've actually been through that I'm actually doing. And for me, it just came a moment where I had literally no words because I was, you know, like the Bible says, touched by the infirmities. Um, and I was being touched by that infirmity. Like I was going through something in that moment and I had no words to describe how to get through it, how to deal with it or even how to get out of it. And so thus leading to me literally falling off the face of the earth. And it was just like one thing after another. Um, so, you know, excuse me if I'm like kind of like easing into this a little weirdly, it's literally like riding a bike. Sometimes if you, you know, I, I, I can get back on it and do it, but I'm kind of having to get my bearings, but I really miss you all. I hope that you all have been living your best life. And if you haven't, I hope that you're at least getting the support and the help that you need. So without, you know, going too much 
um, you know, delaying this too much. I just want to, you know, if you're a new listener and you're kind of catching like this episode before you went into other ones, I just want to let you know that, um, my name is Jay. People can call me, you can call me Jay or people call me Jaleesa, whichever one you feel comfortable with. And the podcast is called Let's Be Frank. Why it's called Let's Be Frank is because Frank is my last name and I think that I'm a pretty frank person. Frank meaning to me, let's talk about it. Let's deal with it. Let's let's just put it out on the table. And I like to be open, honest, and transparent with everything that I do. I feel that the things that I go through in life, they're not for me. They're for other people to somehow either learn from it or to walk them or guide them through something or to help prepare them for something that may be coming. So that's why I like to be open and honest and transparent. I don't like to bleed on people. It's a difference. And I think that's why I really also kind of just had to step back because I was in a space where I was really hurting and there was wounds that were open and I didn't want to bleed on anybody in this podcast. So I had to go deal figure out where's the infection at what's going on deal with some wounds co-heal and you know I was like pretty much not prepared to come back until maybe next month but I do but God did a quick work first of all and then I had people who were really supporting me and I think that was the difference this time um and uh, from other times where I've had to be take a step back is that I was able to lean on people. I put down my pride. I told people that I need them to catch me because I felt like I was slipping and I was falling and I didn't know how to get back up. God laid me on people's hearts throughout this time. Um, and so, you know, what? I know what I'm going to title this podcast. I'm going to title this podcast. You're enough. And the reason being that is because what I went through I had to realize that I was enough. And this is for the person who, this podcast is for the person who doesn't feel like you're enough or that you're doing enough. You're enough and you're doing enough. So this is what this podcast is going to be called. So the reason why I was um kind of MIA is around Valentine's Day, I was like encouraging people all throughout that week, pouring into people, getting on Instagram live, like, you know, just trying to really give people a word on how to love themselves, how to care for everyone. And I poured out that morning on Valentine's Day. And I remember just after that, like feeling myself dropping that day. And it wasn't even about the day. It wasn't about the love, all of that. It was literally just about me and whatever it was that I was going through inside that I didn't even know. There had been a storm brewing for a while, but I just did not know. And I literally got hit and triggered. And I think it had a lot to do with, if I'm being honest, um, it brought up memories of feeling like I wasn't enough, feeling like I wasn't good enough. Um, and it was from my divorce, you know, um, and just childhood in general, like this, a lot of holidays actually are triggering for people. People like to say, Oh, it's not that big of a deal. You love yourself or I don't need a holiday to do this. But holidays are reminders of things that you either have or you don't have, or someone that you used to have something with that you no longer have it with. And for me, because I was in an abusive relationship, because I grew up not feeling loved, this holiday especially was always triggering for me because I never felt like I received the love that I wanted to receive. So this, you know, this Valentine's Day was different though. I got up in the morning, I put on my favorite pink sweater, did my makeup, made sure I look cute, made sure I smell good. I just got dressed for Jaleesa like nobody else. I was not expecting to meet anybody else. But by the time I got home, 
I felt so sad and so burdened and I had no idea why. Then I just, it, you know, I went on, tried to push through it. And as the days went on, like I just was not okay. And I realized that while I was saying and pouring into people things like you need to love yourself, let, let's, let's know that Jesus loves us and we're enough and I love you and all this stuff. I was not pouring that that love back into me. I realized that I don't really know what self-love looks like because I don't even like myself. I was saying that I was saying things, but I was not doing them. And so I had to go through a process over the past however many days where I just had to literally fall apart to or be... I like to say that I, I, at first I was saying to people, like when they asked me what was wrong, like I God's placement on your heart, I was saying I had a breakdown, but I realized that I had a breakthrough actually. I had a breakthrough because God broke down. I didn't break down. God broke down some walls within me. He was chipping away for a while at me and I, and what I felt was God breaking down some walls in me of hurt, of pain, of neglect, of, um, just the, the the thoughts that I was constantly repeating to myself. I was I realized that I was repeating a lot of self-destructive thoughts to myself. And I didn't even realize that I had just placed them on loop. They were on autoplay. And um, every day I was walking around feeling this way. And so I broke, but in a good way. Like, I like to think that God gracefully breaks us. He never just breaks us just to, for breaking and destruction purposes. He breaks us so that he can mold us. He breaks us so that he can make room for the new. And that's what God did with me. God broke me so that he can make room for new perspective, new mindsets, new love, new relationships, new, new ways of doing things. And, um, I just really had to go through a process and and this process was especially hard for me because I had to be vulnerable. I, my daughter, she all the time says, I got it. I got it. I got it. And I get so annoyed with her because I'm like, you don't got it. And I can help you. And my mom looks at me and she'll say, um, that's the pot calling the kettle black. And I realized that I had become a, I got it with God. I got it with my friends, Miss Independent. Um, you know, I N D E P E N T E. That was me. Like, I'm going to sing that song till I'm blue in the face. But, and I thought that gave me some type of badge of honor. Honestly, I thought that gave me a badge of honor. Like, oh girl, you got it. You doing this, you doing that. You got it. You got it. Be- and I didn't want to be honest with people. I didn't want to be vulnerable, but I had to allow myself to be vulnerable. I had to tell friends like, yo, I'm not okay. Like I, I'm sad inside and I don't know why. And I'm, I'm hurting inside and I didn't think I was going to feel this way. And this brought up feelings of this. Like I was so vulnerable with people and even in moments where people wanted me to be vulnerable with them and I was using stuff to derail, I found myself coming back and being like, Hey, I know that you set aside some time to really listen to me. And I want to come back to that. What I was talking about was a distraction. This is what I'm really feeling inside. And I, and I allowed people to check up on me. I allowed people to support me and be there for me and not feel like I have to give them anything back. I had my best friend come. She came um, and cooked dinner for me, brought me flowers, just loved on me. Like she showed me the support, gave me a journal. I had, um, one of my guy friends, he just like, like, I want to help you through this. I want to talk to you. 
I'll take you out to lunch. Like I had friends just text me and call me like, Hey, I'm feeling something. Let me just, um, pray for you real quick. And for once in my life, I, it felt good to just let go of the weight the weight that I was carrying, but it also felt good to be able to accept the love that people felt that I deserved. So accept the love that people felt that I was worthy of, of receiving and the support that I needed to receive because I, for once felt like I, I was enough. I was worthy of this support. And I think that was the hardest thing. Like some of it was pride, but other parts of it was, I don't want to feel like I owe people anything. I don't feel like I'm worthy of people loving on me in this way. People gave me compliments in that moment. People gave me words of encouragement and I just did not feel the need to one up them or give them one back. I just took it in and I said, thank you. And sometimes I was honest and even said like, I have no words right now. Um, I had a friend who was just transitioning in their own time, reach out to me and be like, I feel something like what is going on with you? And it let me know in that moment that like, I'm, I'm loved and that people really can feel what I'm going through and feel me when, even when I don't think anybody sees me, people see me, people notice me, people, people tell me they felt my quietness and, and me pulling back and, you know, I just really, had to take that moment to realize that I'm worth, I'm worth love. I'm worth the love that people want to give me. And so I, I, you know, I slowly broke down, but I had that breakthrough. God broke, broke through some walls and I decided that I was going to figure out a way to learn how to like Jaleesa. Like, let's just start there. And so I, I, why I'm telling you all of this, some of you may be wondering is because I've had people say to me, oh, you're doing your podcast, you're doing Bible and chat, you're doing all of this, but I'm not above anybody else. That's the thing. Like, I, I, I'm i not above having a bad day. I had a bad month, basically, you know, and then on top of me not feeling good inside, I then became physically ill. And so it was just like one thing after another. And I think God really did that because he needed me to to stop. Like, have you ever just been on go? Like I was literally on go. I realized for the past, maybe about four to five years, because I got engaged, got married, had a baby, had a baby shower. No, I'm sorry. Got engaged, got married, got pregnant, had a baby shower, had the baby, got, got separated, got divorced, moved twice. So I have been on go for the past five years, just trying to figure out any way to fix whatever's going on inside of me, even with me getting married and having my and having a baby and all of that. It was it was me trying to fix something. Do I regret my daughter? Absolutely not. I don't want anybody to take it that way. But there was there was a lot of brokenness in me and hurt and feeling of unworthiness and feeling like if I just get married, then that means that somebody loves me, that somebody's committed to me and then I'm worth that commitment. If I have a baby, then there's someone else that I can love on and show them that they're worth it and give them the love that I never received. And then I have his baby and now he'll really love me even though like, you know, I wasn't receiving that love before I even got pregnant, even though it was such a short amount of time um, between my marriage and my pregnancy. Like still like, 
I, I'm worthy now for real because I'm giving you life. And so I'm worth you loving. And I was just on go. Well, if I move, then when we move, everything will be okay. Well, when the divorce is over, everything will be okay. Everything will be okay. It was always like this moment, this thing that I had to get to, this this little nugget that I had to run to to make everything's then going to be okay once I had this. And God's like, I don't care if I give you a million dollars. It will never be okay until you deal with what's going on inside of you. It will never be enough. And you have to learn how to be enough for you. And I'm not going to lie, guys. I'm not 100% there. I'm still struggling. But the difference is, is that now I'm aware of this. I have a self-awareness. And so what I did was um, I, two weeks ago, almost, I decided that I wanted to like Jaleesa. I decided that I wanted to be enough for me. And so I, I said, I, I don't know where to start with this journey So I'm going to start where I know best, which is on the outside, which is what I'm always trying to fix up, which is what I'm always trying to make beautiful and try to fix, cover up so I don't have to deal with what's going on on the inside. So I went into the barbershop and I had my barber shave off all my hair. And uh, I mean, like I didn't, it's, it's pretty buzzed. It's pretty short. Like it's basic, it's no hair hardly, but I'm not like, you can't see my scalp or anything, but for the most part it's shaved. And, um, not, no, you know, no real design, whatever, but it's shaved. And I just looked in the mirror as she cut my hair off and I said, you're beautiful. I just kept repeating it to myself over and over again. I kept saying to myself in my mind, like, you're beautiful. And if I can tell myself that, then I'll be okay. And so I just let her cut it all off. And parts of me were like, oh, you're, nobody's going to want you. Nobody's going to love you. But the, but then I had to constantly talk myself off the ledge. Let's say nobody does. Was the hair worth them loving you? If that's what what it took for them to love you and want you. Can you love yourself good and bad? Because guess what? The reason why I went to, to the external first is because anything can happen to us externally. There are people who have been tragically injured, burned, mauled, have cancer, cancer, and now they're having to shave off all their hair. And what if that happens to me? God forbid, you know, knock on wood. What if that happens to me? Would I even be able to stomach who I actually am inside? That's the thing. So that's why I went to the external first. And I just told myself, you're beautiful, you're beautiful. And I did not believe it. It took me about a good week before I actually kind of started believing that I was actually beautiful with or without the hair before I actually started feeling good in my own skin before I actually started feeling like I don't want to walk around and worry about whether somebody compliments my hair or not and um or compliments me or my outfit or this I like it I wake up in the morning and I like the way Jaleesa looks I like who Jaleesa is and so I cut all my hair off then after I cut my hair off I started to do the inside work. I'm still working on that. Um, I'm not going to sit up here and pretend like a month just changed my entire life. But I started doing the inside work. I started having the real conversations with myself. And I think that was one of the biggest problems with me as well. Sometimes we get so caught up in pretending that we, we don't even know how to be real with ourselves. And I started having real conversations with myself about how I'm feeling, 
what exactly am I feeling today? Like I woke up in the mornings and I would say like, what are you feeling today? I, and I, and now I don't, I don't, I was recording it on my phone at one point, you know, just to kind of go back and see how I was feeling that day as opposed, and I would do it in the morning and at night. But now I'm just kind of making a conscious effort in my head to say like, I'm feeling a little sad this morning or I'm feeling really happy this morning. Like the sun is shining because I was waking up every day feeling like I had to be grateful for waking up because I'm a Christian and I should be grateful to God that I even woke up. And while yes, you should be grateful to God that you woke up, that doesn't mean that every day you're going to feel good inside, that you're going to feel like glad that you, that this day is happening. Cause I I had to be honest. No. And even if I was having a good day, sometimes crazy things and bad things just happened. And I had to be honest and be like, you know what? That really threw my day off. I'm really, really mad about this right now. I started saying those things because even when I was mad about stuff, I wouldn't say it. I would try to be like, I'm not mad because I want to be a good Christian. I'm not mad. I'm not, I'm not upset at this person, but the Bible says be angry and sin not. And so I'm lying to myself and I'm killing, killing myself softly inside because I'm telling myself one thing, but not allowing myself to feel what it is that I'm actually feeling inside. And yes, sometimes there are moments where you have to control that and you have to contain it, but I just wouldn't give myself the moment at all. I then also had to start listing things that I actually liked about myself. And do you know that I had a hard time doing that? I I had a really hard time listing what I it was that I actually liked about myself. Because I have always been so focused on my flaws. And I'm saying flaws with air quotes because they're yes, they may be flaws, but they're what makes me perfectly imperfect. My flaws, I can look at them as reasons why I need to change, reasons why I need to get myself together. Or I can look at them as this is a place, a space in my life where I'm not really happy about it. Or I just struggle with this area, so let me focus on... Or if I'm not happy with my flaw and I really want to change it, then what am I going to do to change it? But in a positive way, not beating myself up. So I kind of wrote a list of things that I like about myself. Some of them are, you might consider them flaws. I wrote for one, like, I'm just going to get a list of you. I love that I cry. I love this because it shows that I'm not afraid to express my deepest emotions. I thought growing up that crying was a flaw because people told me it was. And so I believed it. It was that it made me weak. But the truth about it is, is that I like myself. I like that I'm a crybaby. I'm a crybaby. And, you know, although I don't always cry as easily nowadays, if I cry, it's because I really feel whatever it is is going on inside. And I don't want to be ashamed of that anymore. I mean, of course, I don't want to be crying in a boardroom meeting or, or, you know, in a setting that or maybe I, I shouldn't be crying. But I love that I cry, but I'm working to become emotionally healthy so that I only cry, I cry when it's, when I need to and when it's an appropriate timing. That's the difference. See how I spend on that? Not, oh, I'm a crybaby and I'm always crying and beating myself about, up about it. Like, no, you, that's how you express yourself through tears. You, but it's okay. And you're, you're working to become emotionally healthy. So you, you know how to turn it on and off, but at least you can cry if you need to. Um, you know, just like another thing is that, um, like how I was saying that I have pride. I love that I want things on my own, but I'm learning to let go 
of this when it when it becomes pride being vulnerable and allowing others to help is a double-sided blessing and so I had to tell myself like it's good to be misindependent I don't want to see that as a flaw it's good that I'm independent and that I'm not dependent on people but I love that I'm working to realize when it's becoming pride when my independence has now become pride and that it's okay to be vulnerable to people because when I allow others to help it is a double-sided blessing. I'm allowing them to bless themselves and me. They are going to be blessed for wanting to bless me. And that's just the fact of it. Um, I love that even when I'm mood, I can be moody. I'm learning to use my words to communicate what I need or how I'm feeling. I would constantly be like, you, you're unstable, you're, mo- you're moody, you're this, you're that. Instead of telling myself... Okay, so sometimes you're not always in the best of, but why is that? Is it because maybe you're not saying what you need? Well, then that's the reason why. And you're learning to express what you need and, and ask for what you need. Um, I love that even though I don't like criticism, that I'm available and open to it because I want to be self-aware. I love my taste in music and movies. I'm very open to different genres and ethnic backgrounds, and I think that that's dope. I don't, I don't, I, that I don't want to be boxed in. I grew up being made fun of a lot. Oh, you're a white girl. You're an Oreo. You're this, or you know, I wasn't. I, I always felt like I wasn't white enough, and I wasn't black enough. I didn't know where I fit in, and so I grew up with the narrative that oh, you have to know this, you have to know that, and you have to be down with this, or when you code switching basically. But no, I love now myself enough that I want to be Jaleesa. I want to be an Oreo or a a Oreo remix, whatever you want to call it. I like, I like all different types of music and movies. It doesn't matter. I like African music. I like Caribbean music. I like rock. I like pop. I like country music. I like rap. I like hip hop. Like I love different types of music. I like why I like white movies I like black movies I've even watched some Indian movies I've watched some Asian movies like I love I just love cultures and that's the narrative that I want to tell myself not that I'm not black enough or I'm not white enough um I love to be in love I thought it was a weakness but love requires strength and guts I thought this was my biggest weakness I love being in love and while I don't have a relationship right now, I thought, and I, I've been beating myself up since my divorce, is that if you didn't like to be, if you didn't want to be in love so badly, if you didn't want a relationship so badly, none of this would have ever happened to you. And I had to start saying to myself, I love that I like to to be in love and to be in a relationship with someone and to love. I love that about myself because I know when the time comes for me to commit I'm going to have no problem. I love that about myself because it means that I'm open no matter what happens to loving my husband, my future husband, the way that he needs to be loved in the way that he, that a, a king deserves to be loved. I love that I have the guts and the strength to love even after all that I've been through. It's nothing wrong with me wanting a relationship. It's nothing wrong with me wanting to be in love. I love that I, I love to love. I love that about myself because it means that my heart is open and wide to give. I'm in lo- I'm in love with love because and when it's a beautiful thing, it's a beautiful thing. And that doesn't make me weak. That doesn't make anybody weak. Having the strength and the courage to love, it makes you very, very brave. 
And um, I, I even started writing about things that I don't like about myself. Like I used to say I didn't like about myself. Like I didn't like my height. I don't like my current weight. But instead of me saying, oh, you need to lose weight because you're 50 pounds overweight. I love the fact that I'm healthy right now. And I'm enough no matter what. And if, and I don't, and it would be like, because things like in my head, like, because who's going to want you like this? And and people tell me I look good and all that stuff, but I feel it. I'm like, this is not sexy. This is not beautiful, but I love me at this weight. And if I don't lose it, I'm still enough. I'm still beautiful and I'm still worthy no matter what. And I want, and I, and I'm going to embrace this, but I want to lose weight, not because I hate myself, but because I feel that I deserve to be my healthiest self. And I'm just working at it one step at a, at a time. Some days I have good days with my eating and other days I don't. I have yet to start working out, but it's a goal of mine and I'm not beating myself up about it. That's the difference. That's the, that's the difference. I was having such destructive thoughts about myself and it's like, no, who would, who, no wonder you don't, you're not happy. No wonder even after all this time, it seems like you're still in the same place because mentally you're still that little girl who's, who was misunderstood and attacked and, or left out and not picked. And you're reeling from all of that. You're, you're writing the narrative of your life based on a place of hurt. And I, I have, I'm having to rewrite my narrative every single day. And so this is for the person who doesn't feel like they're enough or like you're doing enough. You know, I was, I, even on my podcast, I would see other people doing things and I'm like, I'm not enough. I'm not doing enough. They're doing this. They're doing this webinar. They're doing that. And the c- comparison is a thief. It's a thief. I don't, I, I'm, I can now look at somebody's stuff and even, and even not saying that it doesn't creep up the thoughts, but I can look at somebody's stuff now and be like, you know what? That's good for them. That's not where I'm at in my life. And I'm cool with that. Like when I say I'm hundred, hundred percent dollars, dollar bill, hundred cool with that. I'm cool with that because I would rather stay in my lane and do what I'm supposed to do than to hurt myself trying to do something out of fear that someone oh, outworking me. I don't want to outwork anybody and I don't want to even outwork myself. I'm tired of trying to outwork others and I'm tired of outworking God. God has not, God has a plan for me and, he, and whatever he requires us to do, it doesn't, it doesn't take all of this. If it takes all of this, then we are, we are doing something that he has not authorized us to do. I don't want to outwork. If you have to outwork God, it is not of God. I'm not saying that it won't require work, but it should not require work to the point where it is breaking you, literally. Now, you might get close to some points right before a breakthrough, but there's a difference. There's a difference. And you, you'll you know the difference. And you know the difference deep down inside because you'll have to check your motives. You'll check your reasons why you're doing these things, all of that. And you're enough. If all you're doing is going to work and coming home, you're enough, you don't have to start a blog. You don't have to start a podcast. You don't have to start anything. I started this kind of at first for the wrong reasons, but I really am doing this now because I want to be open and honest and transparent for the purpose of helping people heal and build themselves. I was saying it before, but I really mean it now. 
And so you don't have to, if, if all you're doing is going to work and coming home, you're enough. Because guess what? You're contributing. You're you're taking care of yourself. You're enough. If you re- if all you do is like to do outside of this is read books and not do anything extra or do DIY DIY projects, you're enough. You are enough. Like I want, I really want to break this narrative that this social media generation has created. That if I'm not doing something and posting it on social media and getting content and creating content, then I'm not enough. You're enough. And I wear two bracelets that says one, they're both from Matra Band. I don't know if you guys have ever heard that website, but it's funny because before I even went on this like journey of self-love, I, I just didn't even realize that my bracelet said this was, I forgot. It says you're enough and healing comes in waves. And I, I my healing has had to come in waves, but I'm enough in this moment. Like in this moment, flawed Jaleesa, I'm enough. Five foot 11 Jaleesa is enough. I'm tired. I'm not going to tell myself that if I was shorter, certain guys would like me. Certain guys would be attracted to me. I know out there in the world, there is a six foot four brother and I'm claiming six foot four. I don't know. Or whatever height he is that is going to love me and love me right. And my daughter loves me. My mom loves me. My, my dad loves me. My siblings love me. I'm enough. Five foot 11 and all. I, I, and I and I realized like I look at pictures and I'm like, wow, girl, you're slouching. You're doing this because I'm trying to shrink myself when God is like, I've created you five foot 11 because I want you to stand tall. I'm trying to make you stand out and you're trying to shrink and fit in. You're enough exactly the way that you are. And I know I'm kind of like getting all passionate and this is probably all over the place. But this is me being open and honest, which I don't feel like we have enough of. I don't, I and you know, my friend, shout out to you, Felicia, like, girl, my friend really told me, I understand that you're going through this right now, but please record what you're going through now. Don't wait till it's all over because what you're going through can help someone else if you do it right now. And I'm telling you, I'm glad I did this because I feel like had I waited until I felt like, yeah, I'm good, you know, um, flick, flick my nose. I done, I done got through that bing, bomb, boom. Like I, I done crushed it. You know, I'm, I'm over that little hump, whatever that thing was. I would not have the same message for you guys that I have right now. Me recording this in the moment while I'm still working through and processing things has I believe is going to really help somebody. And the thing about it is, is that I've come to realize that there is no finish line until we die. Honestly, like that's the finish line. Once I work through one thing, there's always going to be something else to work through, but it's learning how to be content in, in the, in the spaces of, in the between of where, of being where I want to be and where I'm going. And I'm learning to be happy. Like I've had, I sat down, I started eating at the dinner table with my daughter. I colored books with her. I've been playing with her more because I realized while I can't change my past, it doesn't define me. It doesn't define my future. And while I can't change the certain things about me, it doesn't make me who I am. What makes me who I am is every day choosing to show up for myself, choosing to show up for the people that I love, choosing to show up for my daughter, choosing to say that I'm enough, even flaws and all. Girl, I cuss sometimes. Like when I get mad, I be cussing. I'm not going to lie. You know, I'm working on that. Pray for your girl because I really want to be delivered from that. But um, it's just choosing to say, you know what, Jaleesa? That's something that you're really working on right now. And 
you know, it doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't mean that you got to throw your whole self away, that you're trash. You're enough in this moment. Like God can still use you. God still loves you. And so I just really wanted to come here and be, be real with y'all. I could be fake. I could give y'all some motivational speech, but honestly, this is life. This is what I've been going through right now. I've been traveling. I got sick. Um, I had a breakthrough, not a breakdown. I had a breakthrough and it, and it was hard and it was rough and I had to be vulnerable and I had to lean on people, but I did it. And so I really want to, you know, take some things to the next level with this podcast and not in that sense, like I'm trying to be like superwoman because I realize I'm not superwoman. I'm just a super average girl who God chose to use. Honestly, I'm no more special than anyone else. And I'm tired of trying to be superwoman because God didn't put me here to save the world. He sent his son, Jesus Christ, to do that. Oh, that was a word. Somebody catch it. But um, what I really want to do, I think, is like start being my real self. So I'm just going to let these podcasts flow how they want to. I'm not saying that I'm going to get off a schedule, but I'm going to try to stick to the Monday schedule. But I really don't want to talk unless I have something to say. So if a podcast hasn't come out, don't feel like, oh, I'm just not, I'm all over the place. It's because it wasn't time for me to say it. I mean, if, if a lot of time goes by, please feel free to hit me up and check on your girl. But I really want to start, I'm going to start doing a segment where we do advice because I don't want to just come on here and give, you know, I, I do want to give like what I'm going through because every time I choose a, ch- a topic, God puts me through it. And I think that's why I had the breakthrough is because my next topic that I was supposed to do before I disappeared was wounds in the way. And how could I talk about wounds in the way and how to get them out the way when I have not, I wasn't dealing with the, my wounds that were in the way. And so I want to give advice. Like I really do. So I'm going to do an Ask Jay segment where maybe I do like three questions. Um, and then also like some um, prayer requests. I'm probably going to do like people sending me prayer requests and I'm just going to read them anonymously. Um, both things will be anonymous. My Ask Jay segment and um, the prayer request because um, I want us to all be praying for people as well. Like I don't want us to just do it by ourselves. And I want us to come together in agreement. So if somebody needs something, like, let's do it. And matter of fact, even through those prayer requests, like, sometimes you might be the answer. And if you are, like, DM me if you hear something or text me or whatever if you have my phone number and say, like, I heard this prayer request or I heard this question and I think I have a solution. So I'm going to start that for, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, you're going to be able to DM me questions, DM me questions for next the next podcast and I'll start answering them but outside of that I just want you guys to know that like allow me to reintroduce myself I'm Jay and I love me I like me actually now and I'm I'm the authentic me and I hope that you become the authentic you and know that you're enough that's all I have for you guys today you know, we always say visualize your best self, show for that person each and every day. Your yes is someone else's blessing. Peace.